Oh, well, I just, poor me, I just won't be able to hear Rafi. <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta Sightseeing. Please take your seat and keep your hands and feet inside the railing at all time. Ma'am, in this brochure, it says this tour is crunk. What does that mean? Welcome to Atlanta's hammers and bows. Back to the Mac and the clothes. Adolescents packing a knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know. Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am Raphael, one of your hosts, and the other host is Lisa. Hello. And thank you for the great intro. This week, we will talk about Monique Powell and Thursday's episode, Jenna and Al's Big News, Allison's Head of Lies, John Henson's Gigs. But first, let's welcome the other two people that are joining us tonight. Superfan Megan. Welcome, Megan. Hello, my little tea kettles. How are you? Is there a tea kettle sitting right next to you? If I know I Megan boiling water for and tea, I know yes. Megan, she's doing something at the same time. <laughs> Very professional. I'm boiling water for tea. That is correct. Okay. For her pill tea. All right. And the other other person that's joining us tonight is Jen. Welcome, Jen. Thank you. I'm actually drinking some tea without any pills. Just, you know, plain. Mm -hmm. Lame. A likely story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've had a couple of glasses of wine, so hopefully I won't slur more than normal. Let's start off with some shout outs. It's been two weeks since I've been on because luckily Lil Rafi filled in for me last week and Leanne. And I wanted to send shout outs to everyone that came over to my house to record. I think I'm like, number one, just beyond honor that you guys made the trek. But like, it's just, it's so huge. And it just, I don't know. It was overwhelming that you guys all did this. So shout out to Trice. Jen, you're here tonight. So that's awesome. I can thank you. Uh, virtually, uh, Becky, Rachel, Joanna, Maggie Pooh, and Lil Rafi, of course. So I think that's Woo-woo. kind of amazing that you guys came over here. And I really want to do it like once a year. I realize the things that I did not do right, and I can learn from things, but it was still, all in all, it was super fun. And I'm really appreciative of all you guys. Speaking did you of- consider bringing out your kids' baby teeth? <laughs> you put on the pro column or the cons column? <laughs> Would you do it again? Um, Is that what you did right? <laughs> that's the one thing I did right. <laughs> nice. You know, I agree. My daughter lost two teeth the week after that happened. And I just was laughing thinking, well, I'm putting these right in the drawer with the other goods. But I ended get- up moving those goods because they were really smelly. And I was smelling up my underwear. So I went to go put on underwear and oh, I smelled God. like pot, pot all day, <laughs> which is not a good smell. That is disgusting. It is. I think you just need to either eat them or throw them away. <laughs> <laughs> the teeth? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. No, your underwear. Your underwear. <laughs> oh, true edible underwear. Um, but <laughs> uh, Jen, do you have any shout outs? Well, appropriately, I'd like to shout out to Lisa. I know you guys covered it in the fan cast with Leanne and Raphael, but Lisa is a great host. Aww. Um you know, she, you talked about being able to go into someone's house and just feel like you can walk into their refrigerator and get anything, which is what I did when I came to your house. So <laughs> obviously you made it very comfortable and you're a great host and I think you did everything right. So I don't know what you were missing, but thank you. So shout out to you. Oh, 
Aw, you're so sweet. Aw. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maggie Poo, do you have any shout outs besides to your tea kettle mm. and your pills? Shout Shout out to Rachel. Shout out to Mrs. Castaneda, who okay. I met oh, um, <laughs> recently and spent a day with. Uh, she was delightful. I was so honored and excited to meet her. She's a cool girl. She's real chill. And I, I didn't feel like the third wheel, which was nice, because there's always that factor when you're going to hang out with like a couple that you're going to be the odd one out. It was fun to go to Disneyland with those guys. And shout out to Rachel, Mrs. Castaneda. <laughs> she is really cool. And I have to say, like, I don't want to embarrass you, little Rafi and Rachel, but uh, observing you guys, like, you know, I'm trying not to be all weird and creepy, but like, you guys are such a cute couple and seeing you find love and everything is just kind of awesome. And this is why she yeah. had you stay under her roof so she could observe <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I have video cameras in every room and teeth in every drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Little Raffy, what say you? <laughs> um, thank you for the nice things you just said. But speaking of, uh, well, He's shout out broke to up. <laughs> Rachel. Um, no, sorry, I'm very distracted. Um, By your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for bringing me back. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa, for for sending. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Get your shit together, man. What's going on? I am in Schmeck City right now. Oh no! Uh, oh boy! Oh, Raffy's a sassy. You're gonna be tripping on that shirt, man. <laughs> Okay, so hard out. What is oh, hard out from Raphael? <laughs> yeah, I had some presents to give Raphael while he was here for his birthday, and then it was such a a shit show in a good way that there was. I mean, there was two. You know, obviously there wasn't any time to, for him to open presents, so I just shipped it to him. And one of the things was Oliver Print Chipotle T-shirt that's ridiculously just ridiculous. So I'm hoping to get pictures of of it. Of him in it, actually. I, I called him on Skype and he was wearing the shirt and I lost my shit. I didn't know he got my press and he's just wearing this ridiculous shirt. Yes, oh. so I'm currently wearing this shirt. There will be a picture to come. I don't know who wants to see this, but uh, the shirt is funny. <laughs> um, so I got this care package from Lisa and inside, aside from this awesome shirt, there was... Some other Seinfeld-related gifts and some C's candy and also some toiletries that Rachel left. But um, thank you so much for sending that. I love it. Well, happy birthday, and you're welcome. And you're welcome. And I I bought a couple of extra of those chuckles. I know you like gummy candy and you're not really into sugar, but I thought maybe... I don't like that gummy crap. (laughs) But I tasted it and I'm like, I'm going to hate these things. I'm like, oh, they're pretty good. The, okay, so a couple of them are good, but a couple are not for me. I would okay. I didn't Especially try especially the, the black licorice. Okay, that's the one that I was. I thought it was purple, and my son loves black licorice, so I'm like, you can have the grape one. He's like, ooh, it tastes like licorice. I'm like, oh, I dodged the bullet on that one. <laughs> right. And by the way, I had to search to get those 
stinking things because they don't they don't sell them anywhere and i found them again on ebay sorry <laughs> so then i go to world market and they're there <laughs> okay so like, the funny it. thing is i was just looking at the packaging and on the back it says product of mexico so thanks for supporting the local economy of my people <laughs> how would you pronounce it in spanish <laughs> chucles chucles <laughs> don't mix it up with chicle all right <laughs> Did I? Did you have any shout outs, or you just want to shout out to your uh, yourself, your yourself, and your package? <laughs> um, I did my shout out. I shouted out Rachel, and I said thank you. And uh, oh. like, am I supposed to like rep my set right now? You guys can't see him throwing it up like Mad Gang signs. Anyway, I think I we should get you. to the talk of the shows. Yeah, let's do that. I know. I said let's do a short and sweet, and now we're just lollygagging like usual. All right, let's talk about Monique Powell. I was pretty excited she was on. It brought back a lot of memories for me. Ska in the late 90s, mid to mm -hmm. late 90s, is just, I mean, hearing that kind of music. I wasn't a huge Safe Ferris fan, but that sound I was really a fan of. The only girl Ska band that I was really into was Meal Ticket, which I think was probably my number one favorite. But then I was a fan. I mean, just that sound of Ska and the late 90s, it just brought it all back to me. It was kind of awesome to, I kind of listened to some music to try and figure out what to put on for this episode and pick pick a song. Are are any of you, Jen, were you a fan of Say Ferris? Um, they came out, I want to say, what year were they? Like 90s? 97, I think. Seven? Yeah, so I graduated high school in 97. So like right around that time, having an older brother, I was pretty much into whatever music he was into. So I liked punk and ska. I mean, he would, we listened to anything from like Pennywise to, gosh, it's hard for me to remember all the bands, but I listened to a bunch of different, I mean, rap, hip hop, all that stuff, but I liked it. I liked their song. I mean, I'm familiar with their music. I listened to it when I was on the radio. I don't think I owned any of their like CDs or anything, but I did like their videos and music when it was on. For me, I got into ska probably more like 95. And I think that's why when Save Ferris came out, I was already starting to get into some other kinds of music. But it was still mm -hmm. on my radar. It, just even any of that stuff just reminds me of the band that I lived with that Allison was dating one of the guys. So it's like that whole time period, like every time she has somebody on from that time or brings anything up, it just brings me back to that time. And it was a really amazing time for me, like for a minute, <laughs> for a brief minute. Little Rafi, were you a Safe Ferris fan? I'm guessing not. You were probably in diapers still. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still in diapers, but no, that's true. beside the point. That's um, just smart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I never listened to Safe Ferris other than they have a cameo in 10 Things I Hate About You, which I didn't know that was then, but Rachel told me it was. And I've seen that movie plenty of times. Do you know where it was filmed? No, sure. <laughs> okay, I had literally had a dream last night. Oh my god, what was it? Damn it! It was something about a movie being filmed somewhere, <laughs> and I'm like telling somebody about it. My husband, after you guys all left, was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's kind of tired of hearing about it." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I'm not tired of talking about it." Um, not no. to uh, go back to the topic. No, you're, you're, well, your husband said the same thing to me and Rachel, I think, but, um, sorry, but back to say Ferris before yeah. I get distracted. Mm -hmm. I listened to their new checkered past EP and it was good. I could, I couldn't listen to introducing say Ferris. It's not on iTunes or whatever. So, but I listened to the new one. It's good. I really like the first song, but ska is not the kind of thing 
I would put on in the car when I'm, you know, just running my errands or going about my day. I have to be in a mood for it. Oh, for sure. And unfortunately, I'm very rarely in the ska mood. Oh, yeah. I I don't know if I could ever... I mean, even listening back, I listened to some of their music and then I thought, oh, I'm going to listen back to Meal Ticket because that's the band I really liked. And everyone always said that that singer sounded like Gwen Stefani. And then when Monique came out with her band, it was like, then they always, you know, compared those two. And I always thought Meal Ticket was so much better than No Doubt, but somehow Mm -hmm. they took off. And it's funny, they all came from the same area. The people from No Doubt lived down the street from me when I lived in Anaheim. And Monique was talking about being from Garden Grove, which is like one city over from Anaheim. It's just interesting that it all came from that kind of a few other ska bands, too, that I knew were kind of local. But anyway, yeah, I don't think I'm ever in a ska mood. But hearing today, I'm like, oh, it's kind of took me back. But I can't imagine doing anything. <laughs> imagine, like, that's your music when you're at the gym. <laughs> I don't even know how you would do it. Like, I guess you'd just be skanking or something. Yeah, like, if you just, like, jump rope to it in a boxing gym. Like, <laughs> yes. what's your mindset? Right. Yeah, I don't see this in any CrossFit places uh maggie poo were you ever a ska fan or are you still no no and uh, you guys drop the date 97 i was in my hansen phase and my spice girls phase so it was kind of the wrong time for me um but i liked monique a lot i felt like she had a real chill vibe and i kind of wanted to hang out with her she did like i kind of wanted to (laughs) I just pictured her in that movie that we watched when you guys were all over. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Down and Out, mm-hmm. out Dolls. I could picture her in that movie. She was really chill. She was super laid back. And when Allison brought up, oh, I know how you love scary, sad clowns and chickens. And I thought, oh, cool. We're going to hear this funny story. And then we never heard. It. I'm like, wait, that must be from some other interview, you know, that she did before. But I know she complimented Allison on giving her best interview that she's ever had so i think that's kind of amazing yeah i i like this interview a lot actually especially coming out of like like we talked about the andy kindler interview and how far from like allison's sweet spot Mm, mm -hmm. that that interview was and i felt like this hit on a lot of like the classic like deep allison things like her father passing away and that intense like surgery that she had where she had to like choose whether she wanted to sing or walk and then fought to get the surgery done so that she could do both and then they talked about uh you know they just felt comfortable with each other and I was like okay this is like a great bounce back from like an Andy kid and the the interview the week prior with uh, Matt Mira I I like that one too but I just I don't know I felt like this one really hit a nice sweet spot um, I have me. to totally agree with you, and I was going to talk about this with the Thursday episode with the with the iTunes comment, but I just wanted to say something about this is perfect. This is a perfect Allison interview where it's something she relates to. It's something that entertains her, that she's interested in, and then we learn something more about something. Of course, we've all heard of, say, Ferris, maybe not the Hanson fan, but now we're learning something more about no, this person. No, I never... That Allison's interested okay. in, and I think it's it's more in her wheelhouse. I, I agree. I like I like that a lot. God, I have mm-hmm. so much phlegm. Sorry. Couldn't be from all the... I swear to God, my husband went on vacation for like the past two or three days. I'm sorry, vacation. He went camping by himself. And for some reason, then I'm like, well, I am just guess I'm going to start smoking pot every day and drinking wine and staying up late. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. <laughs> You're living life, girl. 
keep at it. I he don't went know. Camping by himself? Yes. And then That's he's just... yes. I know. He's he's Suspicious. going on his third his third night tonight. He's finally camping in a place that has reception. He usually goes he's gone on trips before where I don't know where he's going. He's going with people I don't know. I don't have their numbers or names. I don't even know them. I've never met them. And then he doesn't get phone reception. So it's like, well, see you in a few days. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Sayonara. Yeah, this time he's going by himself. And that sounds he, very dangerous. Yes. He's telling me he's scared. He forgot his gun because he was good. Oh, boy. He was going to go frog hunting. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. It's 100% true. If there's some name for it, he <laughs> he's going to be so... That's totally I'm just glad weird. he's not listening, but he, well, what he wanted to do was get back to the basics. So he buy, he has all these books on like how to really rough it to not have a cooler, not do anything except for you're going to bring beer. So of course you're going to have a cooler, but so he just wanted to like make everything like dry goods only and make food and try and like hunt for his dinner, like type of thing. And so there's some frog thing that he there has a name, and he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna go nerd out, so I don't have to have any like people making fun of me. So I'll just talk about it on here. Well, I googled it, and the only thing I get is, I guess the main thing is frog gigging. Yes, that's it. A four or five timed gig. Yeah, that's the and thing. And they just stab frogs with it. So Oof. he was gonna go do that, and Aww. then he was saying that there was he was scared of bears. He forgot his gun, and there he saw fresh tracks of mountain lions. And he's out there by himself. Oh, I'm like, like <laughs> great. Where is he? Um, he's up north of Big Bear. Oh, okay. So not too oh, far. Oh, whoa. Away. That's a hike. I was thinking like this forest or something. Oh, no. That's like, like a, almost four hours away. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, something like that. Because Big Bear from us is, is two and a half hour drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was, I've been, for some reason, what he. Mike is a weird dude. He, yeah. Okay, That's really weird. That. But the other thing is, is he's going to be like, so you leave and then you do all the fun stuff. When he's here, I just go to bed early and do nothing. He, he leaves. He's like, oh, so you're smoking pot and drinking wine and watching Twin Peaks. <laughs> that sounds uh, kind of awesome. You have to deal with two kids and do all, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> true. It's true. And it's not like I'm, you know, of course on Mondays and Wednesdays, I have a third kid too. And then everything, oh, right. you know, as soon as they go to bed, I'm like, whatever. You've earned but, it. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I've earned it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh my gosh. But, so that's why but, I'm explaining my phlegm. Yeah. To, uh, but <laughs> just to for the, the record, um, your kids are like the most well-behaved kids ever. So Aww, that's really awesome. Thank you for saying that. Well, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. Anyway, so let's get back to Monique and Allison. I think it's funny. I love that Allison got to the heart of this because for someone to say they go do karaoke, I would have just glossed over it. Like, cool, you went to do karaoke in Palm Springs or whatever you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Sounds great. But then Allison gets to the heart of it of, I can't believe you like karaoke. And then you get to the, the full story of, you know, her dad doing karaoke, but he wasn't even a karaoke fan. Can you imagine talking anyone into doing karaoke because they've retired or because you know, whatever. Oh, you don't have anything to do. Let's go do karaoke. I would say no, thanks. <laughs> but her dad became this, you know, a fan of it. And I think that was just such a cool story to tell about her dad. So who here has done karaoke? I've done it once and I was sober. Jen. I've done sir mix a lot. So I like big butts. Sorry. I cut in front of Jen. No, 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 no. You cut no. in front with your big butt. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot lie. <laughs> 
I've been a few times because when I lived in Burbank, they had a pretty well-known one. So we would go there for parties. Oh, yeah. Um, That's the one where Mr. Belding goes. That, yes, uh, he's Chris, always there. I know uh-uh. what you're talking about. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And I actually then, have a really embarrassing story from that place. Holy fuck. I totally forgot about this. Oh, my God. Oh. This is so sad. I've just been to well, a couple you <laughs> rooms in Koreatown where they have a private room. But go ahead, Megan, tell your story. Wait, you did private rooms with, like, friends? Like yeah. Like they were talking about doing? Okay. I, I don't know if it was better in front of friends or strangers. The other thing is okay. these these uh, these people that are, like, professional where they're like, we're going to go show off our skills. And they look down on people that can't sing. It's like, that's what scares me, like, going and doing that. But, oh, all right, but they're Megan. there for themselves. They're there for themselves. They don't care about you. Okay, good. Yeah. I care too much about myself, apparently. <laughs> Megan, Mr. Belding, I want to hear the story. I'm trying to find the name of this place. I can't find it oh, right now. Um, it's it's across from NBC Studios. Yeah, in I want to say like it's not giggles. It's gosh, dimples, dimples. There you go, dimples. Just found it. Yeah. Oh my god, god, this is so crazy. I oh my god. Okay, so the first time that I came out to LA before I moved out here, I was just like checking it out to see if I would like it. And I did like all these studio tours. So I went to like Warner Brothers and Paramount and NBC. And this place Dimples is right across the street from NBC. So after I did that studio tour, I went to Dimples by myself. The place was like empty. It was like six o'clock on a Wednesday or something. And I was drinking by myself. And they have like all these costumes and stuff Mm -hmm. available. So you can like dress up. And you can make a DVD if you want. Oh, I have plenty I got of drunk enough. Oh, I thought I it was a good idea yeah. to yeah. sing. I forget what song I sang, but I sang something for my girlfriend back home. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I had it recorded and I brought it back. And I, I think we ended up breaking up when I never showed her. But I have this video of me wearing like a feather pink scarf singing a love song by myself <laughs> in an empty bar. Mentioned this yeah. I don't know. I don't that know. Is I just really, totally forgot about like it. Movie. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, man. We Ugh. need to see this video. Yeah, we do. It's it going to happen. At the next anymore. Uh, that I know over. for sure. Oh, it's happening. I, I don't have it. I don't have it. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, we should go, though, to Dimples. It is. It's like a really, like, dank. Is it still open? Like, pretty. It's still. I'm almost positive it's still. <gasps> Wait, goodbye to Dimples. January yeah. 2015. <laughs> It closed, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it well, didn't. put that baby to bed. So sad. It was like a. It was <laughs> did you ever do any karaoke? I did once in a Mexican bar, and it was fun. Uh, but mostly, all the people there were strangers, so no big deal. Did you belt it out, or did you just go through the motion? Um, actually, me and my friend were doing a song together, even though it's a one-person song. We just <laughs> both were. Singing half into this microphone. Are you singing just me and my shadow? Or are you singing? <laughs> what is that song called? Oh my god, if it's the same song. Oh no, my friend and I were we sing uh what's that stupid song from I, Greece? I guarantee you it's not the same because this No, is... this one is a two person song that I sang with my friend. Oh, okay. No, um I can't remember what the hell the song is called, but it was a cov well it's this Mexican song about this drug dealer. Oh, that narrows it down. Oh, um <laughs> Yeah, his nickname is... <laughs> wow, Lisa. Sorry. Why I'm can't a I not think? Up, apparently. Lisa's like, build the wall. Oh, it's called El Gato. <laughs> El Gato? No, forget it. It doesn't matter. Amigato? 
out. What was it you cut out? I swear it's not my bad Mexican. I mean Wait, Spanish. Fuck! <laughs> it's called El Cach. It's, oh. It, this was not worth it, Lisa. We need to <laughs> oh, move on. When I listen back, I'll tell you if it's worth it or not. I mean, put it... Well, if, if anyone wants to see this video, go to YouTube and the guy doing it, there's different versions, but the guy who did it and got big from it is called El Compachui, C-H-U-Y. And, mm, uh, that was the video, my nickname in high there, school. <laughs> no, it was not. Um, it was actually someone called Chewy, Chewy but for Chewbacca. <laughs> Holy shit. Because <laughs> I'm tall and long hair and big. <laughs> All right. Oh, and I was, uh, they called me Mexi Melt too. So I'm sure it was like a chewy, chewy crossover. Mexi Melt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It's a whiteified Mexican food. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I love that Allison asked Monique if she ever farted on stage. That, that is I a good question. About, it is, right? And I, there's a lot of things I don't think about. And then I think everyone on stage probably is like farting it up because why not? Yeah, I bet they are. And she's got a phone butt, so it, like it probably isn't loud. She could probably just like rip it and then it <laughs> gets absorbed. Like the sound gets absorbed. The, the only absorbed. problem is if you've ever heard a baby fart. But that would be weird if you're like front row at a concert and you're like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yes. You're right. That's probably what happens at like Engelbert Humperdinck concerts. But the (laughs) she has like the butt pad or whatever, and if you ever hear a baby fart, it reverberates in there. Like so, it might make it. It it sounds like the sound might carry further. Is what I'm trying to say. I've spent my life uh, making an effort not to hear a baby fart. (laughs) Well, I just don't align myself. Babysit to be in that situation. Oh, speaking of that, I'm nowhere closer to doing that. But uh, really quick, I forgot one shout out. Actually, I did shout out to her, but also my daughter wanted to shout out to Joanna. And that's all. She said, is Joanna come over tonight? I said, no. Is she coming over next week? Oh, maybe I'll ask her. You should. Tell her I said hi. I'm like, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> shout out back. Joanna. Shout out, Joanna. Awesome. <laughs> oh, God. This show never ceases to amaze Can me. Can I say something? About farts that's not related to the podcast. So I have my own office at work now. Mm. And I fart fart it up recently because apparently I've just introduced bok choy into my diet as a regular thing. (laughs) And it makes me just shit my pants. (laughs) And I have like this huge fear because my coworker comes in and just like checks it on me. So they do, but like I've always just lucked out that like the fart box I create, it dissipates by the time Mm. someone comes in. But I I know the day is gonna come when the place is just what's the phrase well you're called like hot box. What's happening? And they're gonna be like Yes, it's gonna be a hot box of farts. They're gonna open it and it's gonna make a noise. (laughs) If you're lucky if just a puff. I'm really nervous about it. And I think it's going to happen. So Not I'll keep you updated and let you know. If, eating bok choy, though. If you yes. want to go to Alison Rosen's Amazon link and click through, mm. you can get yourself a charcoal, non-slip, breathable, deodorizing seat cushion that you can <laughs> fart into to trap it. I don't want to be the... Uh, how do you know about this? 
because do they make them for you know how you when you have a, like a litter box for a cat they put the charcoal inserts into it like on no, the top I of the and the, uh, this is way back in the 90s and you had cat litter boxes and they weren't all fancy as they were now they would put charcoal filters on the top of it so what mm. the smell wouldn't escape and so we were all at work one time talking about charcoal filters and we got on this whole thing about charcoal toothpaste and charcoal this and like what else does charcoal do it's a deodorizer and then they came up with all these things like they should put charcoal in like underwear because then you could fart and so i was like oh they make chair pads out of it so this is how i know <laughs> <laughs> so wait is this real or no no it's real yeah oh it's real i don't want to be the okay. guinea pig in your office but give it a shot there's also one called the butt muffler yeah i, I mean <laughs> No, but there's one on the top. Oh, anyway. yeah. yeah. Gas be gone, flatulence, <laughs> odor control, seat cushion. There's only $24.95 plus shipping. I, I hope it says that all over the, like an all over print on the pad. Or in the box and it comes in the mail. <laughs> yes. Um, Megan's like hello? knee deep in charcoal right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So I've had this issue. I just where... heard dead silence and I, I yeah, go ahead. Where I'll... Was it just dead silence for like a sec? Yeah. Well, that's what this show's all about. So okay. I'll get in my car Oopsie. and I'm by myself and I think, uh, well, here's a good time to like let off some steam. <laughs> and then I'm driving down the street and a neighbor's <laughs> waving at to me to like roll down the window. I'm like, no, no. Oh, my window's broken. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you. <laughs> I've got my blinders up. Oh, yeah. Every time I, I that happened one time. So ever since then, it's just like, okay, I have to wait until I'm out of the neighborhood to like do any of that. But you need a charcoal seat for your car. Got apparently, it. apparently. But I really don't do that that often. Although, <laughs> okay, <laughs> this might right. be a just mirror, everyone, that I could send into Allison when. As soon as my husband said he was going to be gone, I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to like get, eat all the foods that I don't normally eat. Like I don't eat beans ever. And so I was like, I'm going to go eat like a bunch of like gassy stuff because then I can like. <laughs> Is that the only reason you don't eat them? Because wow. of the gas? Yeah. Because for the really? most part, they don't. And it doesn't make me feel good to have that problem. You know, your stomach hurts. But you know what? If I make them homemade like I did over the weekend, I soak them overnight and they don't. Ha- there's no problem, yeah. apparently. Yeah. So that I'll do. But, you know, when you're getting it from mediocre Mexican food places, <laughs> I'll just get all rice and no bean. And I'm suffering because Married I like Married life beans. is interesting. It's like, you know, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to fart up a storm in my own <laughs> damn house. It's going to be gonna great. Pot, I'm going to drink wine. <laughs> I'm staying up till 11 and I'm eating beans. <laughs> I know how to treat myself, okay? Okay. <laughs> it's, the like. things. it's the finer thing. I think just touching briefly on her dad passing away, I don't think that... I know she's, like, looking for a new normal, and I or a normal, but I think, you know, she's soon going to realize that it's not ever going to be the same. It's just going to be different. Right. So, I mean, uh, it's hard losing a parent, and then to, like, figure out... You know, you first you figure out, wait a minute... My parents are human. So that's like one revelation in life and they don't know everything. And then like the second revelation is like when they're gone, like how much they provided for you without like directly providing it. So um, you always feel like a child, you know, to your parents. And uh, it's just hopefully she can. It sounds like she knows where she's at, like mentally and health wise. And she's got that on track. So it's, it, I think it's nice that she's doing something that she wouldn't normally do, like the karaoke, bringing it back to that. Because it's just some way to still connect to somebody who's not there. That's so true. That's a really good point. I, I loved everything she was talking about, just 
with death and how dirty and ugly it is. But also, I mean, my experience, I don't know if you've ever been on anybody's deathbed before, but not only was it just dirty and ugly, but then once it's over, it's so beautiful and it's a crazy honor to be with someone when they die. And it's just, it's just a weird, it's such a weird gift. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think a lot of that too is like all the people who do hospice. Yes. Yeah, that's a special calling, I think, though, too. But like when my grandma was on hospice, to have somebody like they kind of had that way of providing support, but still not being overbearing. But to be able to do that, I'm sure that they are feeling like honored as well. Like we feel honored to have them help us and they feel honored to be able to help us like that whole dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I've not had a lot of family pass away and I'm really, it's really hard because she, I mean, she is connected. She was really connected and had a good relationship with her dad. Mm -hmm. My relationship obviously is a little bit different than that. It's better now, but I just can't imagine starting to lose people that you're estranged from or that you didn't have the best relationship with. I mean, I've, I've had it. I've had so much death to deal with and I've had it where people are super close and people are, you know, you have ups and downs with that. It it kind of, I don't, I don't think it makes like a, the intensity isn't any different. Mm, The way that you're interesting to hear the way that your life changes can be a little bit different. I don't know. I mean, it's always hard because it depends on who the person is in your life. You know, and that's true. And I had a lot of death early on in my life with friends or friends of friends, just a lot of people dying but all of my family i think they're gonna live to be very old and like just (laughs) drag me through and i'm just kidding (laughs) for the Um, ones you love that's very fortunate (laughs) yes it is and i hope that i have the same (laughs) genes from them but you know i don't know i listening to her like i always think how special it is that you have that relationship and that somebody maybe was still able to live a good life and long life and you were mm-hmm. able to it really is the circle of life like you think about like all, everybody yeah. is going to pass at some point and to have a good relationship with someone and they pass is kind of I don't know it's kind of magical I think that's what we could all hope for you know right little Rafi anything else from Monday yeah it feels weird bringing this up after you guys <laughs> spoke so beautifully about life and death that's but... cool my next note says seeing a large wing so you know, I'm not going to bring that up at all because I, even as I wrote it, I'm like, what am I even going to talk about with that? Like, there's nothing to say. So you go ahead and segue. I just thought it was funny when she said, God, if I make it through this surgery and can still walk and sing, yeah. I'm going to bring the band back. Right. Like, God's like, new save Ferris? Yeah. <laughs> I've got to hear that. <laughs> but uh, I just thought it was funny that she said that like two or three times. And I was just like, mm, okay. Right. And I'm like, oh, she's going to say, I'll go to church or I'll start believing. And then she's yes. like, I'll put the band back together. <laughs> band, yeah. Band's getting back together. That, I even wrote that too. Like the, she promised to get the ba- promised to get the band back. God's like, thank you. Finally. <laughs> she's doing the Lord's work. Maggie Poo. What's up? What's up, turds? Monday? Anything? Are you oh, good? Oh, no. But that's a great segue into the sadness that's Thursday. Oh. Uh. All right. Let's talk about Thursday. All right. We were little we were her little brownie bites. Yeah, that black licorice was really sad. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? The most <laughs> sad snack chat I've ever heard. Well, I guess that's all we need to talk about on Thursday. Because <laughs> because like Megan said, if you don't listen to it, it didn't happen, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Jenna and Al are moving to Atlanta, Georgia and leaving 
the show. I mean, I think like most everyone said, we're shocked but not surprised. I mean, I think Al's and then and Al and uh, Jenna have been talking about forever. They weren't going to stay in California. They pretty much knew that. And she loves change. I mean, that's what Jenna loves change. That's what she kind of thrives on. And that's just the way that she lives her life. And, you know, I think it's interesting that they're not moving towards family or anything like that. But then oh, again, yeah, I never even thought about know, that. Yeah. He was saying on Sorry Not Sorry that the way that Murphy's Law is whenever anybody moves close to his family, the family then like moves away. Like his sister <laughs> moved close to their parents and then the parents move 600 miles away. Like, I don't think their family is like, let's all live in one place. It's more like everybody just does what works for them. I know. It's kind of surprising because she's so close with her mom and her I know. family really and being yeah. Mormon I really feel like they're so family oriented yeah usually they live in the same small mm-hmm. towns but then like they were saying they don't really have a place that like a state or a city they call home because they moved so much when they were younger Ooh, that's that true. there are no real like roots or ties to it they talked a little bit more about it on there um, I still like haven't that heard the episode but, i was like oh, i mean it's 35 crap. minutes it was really really short they did it like right before midnight before they were going to put it out but yeah i mean as some of the people on facebook called it you know when they were going to randomly atlanta for a vacation right. uh, i don't have any doubts that the thursday show will still be great but like allison was saying they are the bridge between like the old and the new and yeah. it'll you know leave a huge hole there and it sucks that they can't skype it in but i'm sure that that's just something that allison's never wanted to do she wanted to keep it in person it's a different vibe and i know jeff doesn't want to <laughs> edit any audio well but, i know. mean i can say from experience skype is a realistic option guys <laughs> <laughs> we never have an issue everything's great right of course my first thought is like a selfish sad right. you know where i'm like god damn it yeah you know, they just hit their stride and you, I love change in certain respects, but in these kinds of things, because they are family and they're some, they're people that we look, you know, we check in with them at once a week at least. And, you know, it's, they're, it's like friends moving in an end of an era and it, the last era ended and then this one is already ending. It's just not long enough. But I was of course like selfishly like, gosh, darn it. I don't want change. But, you know, Allison always takes something and turns it into something better every single time. And I can't imagine it being better without Jenna and Al. But, I mean, she works her magic. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I wonder what the future is going to hold as far as July, you know, beginning in July. What's going to happen? Maggie Poo, your thoughts? Mm. Mm. Uh, My thoughts. I'm fucking sad. I'm legitimately sad. Um, And I think I take, the more I try to think about the show without Jenna, I think the more I realize I took it for granted that she's just kind of been there all along. Uh, Good point. Good point because like Jen was saying, she's the bridge, you know, she's been there from the beginning and she's crossed over to the next generation of Thursday gang and she's just always been there. So you do take it for granted thinking, oh yeah, joking, you know, on the Facebook page about her, them moving. I thought, oh, yeah, whatever. That It's maybe, but I doubt it, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I miss that whole thing. I know, like, I, I don't listen every week to Sorry Not Sorry, but I tune in and tune out occasionally. And I feel like people who listen more regularly and religiously, like, knew that this wasn't, wasn't a surprise 
But to me, it was. And I didn't. And I remember seeing on the page, like, oh, I wonder if they were looking to move there for this, like, Atlanta trip. And I'm like, why? Like, why would you move? Why would they move to Atlanta? Um, So I didn't see it coming as much as it seems like other people saw it coming. But I think uh, I'm just trying to remember what the show was like before Mm, mm -hmm. Jenna. And it's been such a long time. And I think, you know, there was a time when it was more interactive with the fans before there was like first there was like the one Monday episode a week and then they like broke it off into like part one part two for a while and then they did just like a Thursday episode and it was a very brief period where before like there was a very brief period there before Jenna was like a regular and before the Bobo boys were a thing right and I'm of hoping a good way to like bridge the gap is to bring back the fan interaction because that became less and less as they built the panel out, they stopped doing things like fan phone call and things like that. So maybe that's something that she can do just to like fill the void for a bit because I know it'll still be a panel, but like to have both Al and Jenna gone, it's going to be kind of like the Saturday episodes, but with like two more guests or like, like, I don't know. It's just going to, I think it's going to catch me off. It's going to throw me off my access. Yes, and, I'm and I was like, I'm just super happy for them and excited, but of course my selfishness is like, gosh darn it! And then I start thinking like, Sam and Elliot aren't going to be friends, you know? And I know I thought of that too. Yeah. Just I don't know. I, the whole thing just makes me sad and bummed. And I loved hearing Allison's true feelings towards it because, you know, she could have really just been like, oh, I'm happy for you, but you can hear the tears in her voice you know the sadness yeah knowing that it's the end of something that has been going on for so long mm. but i'm curious to see what the future holds little rafi what do you think uh what do you think about all that i was with with megan and some other people that were kind of naive i didn't think they went to atlanta to move but it did make sense that that's why they went i'm also sad that they're leaving especially jenna uh, June 12th of 2013 what? was the first episode she was on of the actual podcast version. Whoa. That's crazy. So I'm going to tweet about that. It's but, sleuthing, um, Raph. No kidding. Well, That's I do have just... a list of weird dates in my notes. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be sad. I don't know how she's going to do the guests, if it's going to be the same or different. But like I texted Megan, have faith in the lady of Quonsalupe. <laughs> Yes, he did text me that. Yeah, and Brittany texted me, oh, it looks like there's a, an opening for one or two people. I'm like, shut up. Mm, nice. Yeah, I'm like, I don't that, hear any oh doors God. being knocked down. That would be something. It would be weird. We should get a camp- like, get That a would be surreal gone. David Lynch shit right there. That's like, we uh, what get- were we talking about with uh, David Letterman's fan? Uh, soccer person? We were talking about this when you guys were over. What? I don't know if soccer I was talking about with Jen or if I was talking with Becky, I can't remember now. No, not me. Mm-hmm. Well, how maybe it was Joanna. <laughs> Sorry everybody. You're memorable, I promise. The <laughs> his stalker thought that mm. he was talking about her and then mm. eventually he did yeah. talk about her and that like blew her mind. Like those worlds crossed mm-hmm. that whole anyways, I just related to that. You might have to about that with me because I'm super fascinated about that. I yeah. had no idea about it. And then she ended up killing herself, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Something she did. Crazy. It, was, it yeah. was a devastating yeah. story, actually. It really is. It really is. Well, maybe so... it could be you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I didn't go on and be all, um, huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then laugh really loud into the microphone. Wow. Allison people, campaign for a fan-centric episode after, just to like regroup, you know, because cool. I feel like we're it's going to be jarring, sort of like when the Bowboys back, were back, left, and then all of a sudden it was like Shane Dawson, and they're acting oh. like everything was normal, and right. I was like, no, everything's not normal, don't act like everything's normal. <laughs> And I, we shouldn't, we shouldn't just have these new like strangers yes. in these seats pretending like everything's okay. Campaign right. for Lisa to to be a filler seat, and then well, she can take care of uh, Elliot while she's there. I am a multitasker, but I, I mean, obviously that would be awesome. That would be a lot. But I kind of hope, like you said, like I don't want it to just be like let's just throw these like random wild cards in there and like I don't know. The rotating seat is cool when it's one. But then imagine, like, three of them. Yeah, no. The part of the Thursday game that I love is the familiarity and the family and the friends. It feels like they're your friends. So now you're going to check in on your friends that are not really people that you know every week. It's going to be weird. And I think she knows. Have you seen this post? This was a while ago. Um, I think I saw Al retweeted it. Oh, yeah. Where it's something about, like, this is what listening to podcasts is like and it's like someone huddled in a corner with like a poster of friends and that's exactly how i'm like oh my god i've never identified with anything more than this yes but Uh, now with like missing people it'd be like cutting out people out of that poster and still sitting there in the corner by yourself but of course i'll sit and listen to allison by herself all day but the thursday gang it's just yeah yeah i think it'll be less it'll be I just don't want to. It's really emotional. Like I don't want to think. I don't want to think about. I don't want to think about it. Honestly, I don't want to listen to the episode where it's their last episode. Like I don't want to. Maybe intense. And they say they're going to be there for like the next four, but you really think they're going to? I mean, you're trying to move. Well, even like Al tonight is tweeted out that he's podcasting. They're they're sorry, not sorry, solo. It's just him. Oh jeez. So they're. Oh my god. They're busy. Like, they have stuff to do. I'm sad about it. I I think it's because... Well, it really hasn't hit me either. The same as when I heard she wasn't working for what's-his-fuck face anymore. It was Mm -hmm. like... (laughs) My ears were like... If they were eyes, they were trying to open really wide. I'm like, did I just hear that? (laughs) What does this mean for my life? What's happening? And of course, like, we make it through. And she does make it better every single time she has to transition. But it's a lot for her to do. She's already had to deal with Greg leaving. And now she's got two. And Jenna is, like, a huge part of the show. So Mm -hmm. that's, like, a huge chunk of the Thursday gang just like oh. yeah like I told Rachel my shirt is now 50% inaccurate oh, so shit. I'm guessing it'll never happen now. <laughs> you just need to have like a bunch of question marks on everybody's name except for Alice no I'm gonna put red stripes through them in a very sad <laughs> tribute <laughs> how about just like emojis some sad face emojis the poopy emoji with a sad face maybe. yes a thumbs down, a sad face. Oh gosh. Yeah, of course my selfishness is sad about all of it, but I'm I am happy for them. I I wish I was one of those people that could just like pick up and move and just start over like Allison was saying that she's never had that feeling, but she was talking about really wanting to do that and I think it's a great experience for people to do that. I've only done that as a kid. I've never done it as an adult and I think it would be 
really exciting, but I don't know. I'm not excited that they're leaving. <laughs> I'm just not. Well, you live in like the most weather friendly, you have a house in Orange True. County. Like True. Yeah, I was looking up because of this, because of their their house talk and talking about how expensive it is to live here. I thought, okay, I want to see how much my house is worth now. And there's no way we could have bought it for what it's worth now. It's crazy. I, it makes zero sense. I mean, I guess it makes sense to some people. Not to me, where I'm like, I I just... But then anyways. John Hanson's right. Like, okay, you sell your house. Where are you able to move? Like, not in the same area. Like, right. that they're so expensive. Like, my friends moved in Studio City, just like Allison was looking at. And in two years, their house is worth more. But even if they sold it, they wouldn't be able to afford anything else in their neighborhood. In oh, two years. so true. We've lived here for five years and it's gone up over 300,000. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. said, like where would we live? Like not anywhere around here. We yeah. just got lucky. And does anyone else ever figure out like the impossibility that we can stay at this like inflation? Like if, if inflation is a thing that just keeps on happening, happening forever and ever and ever, like how is that sustainable? That always confuses me. Like eventually in a thousand years, homes are all just going to be like $10 million. Like I don't right. understand. I, I don't understand how that works. I don't either. And a lot of times I think, oh, the, you know, a, a loaf of bread used to co- cost a nickel. Well, why is it still cost a nickel, but the cost, but a nickel just means more. Does that make sense? Like, why is that to mm. be like 300, <laughs> 300, 300 pennies? <laughs> 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 Oh my god! <laughs> Whew. Yeah, are there any openings on the show, guys? Because I could totally fit in <laughs> for a financial uh, consultant, right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Al's leaving. Don't worry, you won't miss a beat. I'll be there. <laughs> god, that whole thing just—I none of it makes any sense to me at all. But yeah, yeah, and but living here, I mean, you think about how many people that are poor that live here. It's kind of strange. How does that happen? <laughs> Yeah, roommates. That's yeah. how I pulled it off. True. And that's how we moved in here because we had, you know, okay. we had this awesome house, but we had to live with a roommate for like the first couple of years. And it sucked, but okay, she was helping to pay for our mortgage. Yeah. yeah. I live with the I live with this 65-year-old woman and she has to have a roommate like me. She bolts. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god you're you're a funny lady uh-huh. um but it's like how sad is that that like you get into an out like the age where you're on medicaid and you need to like have a roommate that fucking blows see that and my mom has always had roommates but then one turned into a relationship but yeah chicken, wow chicken, wow it does yeah. suck because the quality of life when you have a roommate is piss poor. Mm-hmm. It just is. Word. Word. Yeah. But we'll miss Jenna. Yeah. We're going to miss Jenna. I'm going to miss Al. John Henson mentioning Allison Rosen as your new best friend on the road uh, needs to be a thing already. Mm-hmm. Not only for the fact that Jenna and Al are leaving, but she needs to go on the road. I think she needs to, well, obviously having a, a baby is a little different, but I mean, I'll go on the road and watch him for you. It's not a big deal. I can handle it. Yeah, I think they've brought up like a tour or doing live Allison 
podcasts and they just never do and i feel like now especially with the baby i'm like oh it's probably just not gonna happen outside of like pod fest and stuff but still i would love to go to more live shows of hers she could do some local ones i mean you think about how many how many places around la and Mm -hmm. just even a california nevada tour maybe allison rosen does vegas (laughs) yes Hell yes. Just like Celine Dion, she just takes up residence there for mm-hmm. a couple of years. Exactly. Well, I was going to say maybe she could just do the Elks Lodge circuits, but whatevs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, there's American Just set it up for her and have like a whole business plan and just like email her and go, look, you could hit these spots. This is how many people we could show up. This is how much money you could make. Yeah, yeah everything. It's, 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 it's a possibility. I think she needs to look into it. I think she... It might give her that feeling like she really wants to be in TV, which maybe this isn't exactly the same thing, but being live with people, maybe you have that feeling of seeing somebody looking at you and feeling like you have an audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember at Bumbershoot, they really were stoked about the whole feeling of the live show. I don't think they dislike it. I just think there's a lot of like legwork and one man banding, like Mm -hmm. producing stuff that you'd have to do. Okay, so then maybe I do need to go back to this Elks Lodge thing because that's more doable. <laughs> uh, sure, Lisa. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm a one-trick pony. <laughs> so, John Henson, I like him being back. I I like the same kind of like group of people that she's had recently. His new show, Eyewitness, sounds... I remember, I don't know, when I was in college, I remember there was some... I think it was psychology. There was something where you talk... You, watch witnesses literally you see what happened and then the witness saying what happened and you're like this is not anything like what they saw at all Mm -hmm. so this premise of this show is really interesting the concept of the show is awesome i I would watch it so i don't know how they ended up talking about the three oh they were talking about muso and frank's i think they were talking about the steak dinner that allison had for her birthday Mm -hmm. not being up to par and i totally agree i can make a better steak than than any restaurant but it's more fun to have somebody cook for you yeah anyway the and clean up <laughs> right and the oh gosh yes the cleanup but they were talking about muso and franks and that is definitely some place that i know larry miller goes and has his martini so i was like mm-hmm. oh is colonel jeff biting his tongue because i know that's a place they go but the three martini lunch i've often thought about doing that it's one of my weird dreams that goes along with going to the magic castle like those two things i'm like i've always wanted to have a three martini lunch but really after one it's nap time speaking of steak the dinner at magic castle is blah. the dinner really is, wait yes. you've been yes gd okay so i i've been as well what yeah so last did you week, like did you have the dinner uh, no i didn't go for dinner I, well, the dinner, I'm sure, is a pile of shit, but, well, I wouldn't say I'm sure. So, last week, I wasn't here for, um, shoot, what was her name? Oh, Renee Colbert. Yes, okay, so she was magician's assistant, so I'm, like, listening to the show going, oh, my God, she could totally get people in, you know, because she knows me, and then how she got kicked (laughs) out, which is really funny, but I'm, like, any, like, and then today, even, on Facebook... Brittany is asking if anyone has any ins at the Magic Castle. I'm like, who? Why are you trying? Because she's going to be here in a few weeks. But actually, I'm sorry, in August. So, like, wait a second. Is she trying to go there? Does she have the same dream that I do? So, two people on this show right now have been on, have been to the Magic Castle. I keep wanting to say Fantasy Castle, and that's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> and I've totally been let in there, and I shouldn't have been. But okay, Jen, I, I need to know how, why, everything story. 
where I used to work, they would take out, they would, I don't know, they would take us out for, to, I don't know, wine and dine us or whatever you want to call it. So one of them, we had a magician at one of our like corporate events. And then like the people that introduced us to the magician, the magician then handed out like invitations to all of us that we could go. So a group of us got together. There's a dress code. We went there and dinner was included in it. Okay. And, and then he didn't have to be, or he or she didn't have to be there with you. You just got past. No, it. we had like a card with their okay. name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is, oh my God, this was a long time ago. This is like 2008, I want to say, or did nine. You, did you have to surrender this card or is it framed? No, you have to surrender the okay. card. Unless okay. you want, like, I just didn't know everything. Name. And then there's a dress code and they have, it's like a, a area where there's people doing like close, like close up hand magic right next to you. And you can go into rooms and see different types of magicians in each room. And so in one of them, it was, this, you know, just, hey, give me a number and then like three numbers. And one person gives me each number and I can open this lock or whatever. So I he picked on picked me out of the audience. So I had to like just think of the number that came to my mind. It's, it's, so you're just kind of like audience participation and Oof. it's all different kinds of magic. It's really neat. So um, it's bad food and, cl- and audience great participation. Magic. Great magic. Okay. Great magic. Great magic. Horrible I have food. to say my... My relationship with magic, magic and magicians is similar to that of with clowns, which I'm kind of frightened by all of it. But oh, I, just, I hate clowns! I, hate I clowns. have an obsession with wanting to go I, to the magic it's worth castle. It. Okay, so have, don't eat, don't eat there. Just drink. No, just just go for some drinks. You can have drinks in the bar when you first enter beforehand, and then you can go and just see as many shows as you want, and as many magicians as you want. I don't know. Maybe Megan had a different experience than I did. But let's hear it, Maggie. Mm. Mm, I mean, I didn't eat the food. I thought the magic was really good. There was one act at the end of the night that I saw that I was like, that's lame. Uh, but most of it was <laughs> I was going to say that was in your really bedroom good. afterwards, but... <laughs> bro, bro, you are... But then when you said ass. lame, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> She's 65. Give her a break. So oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. She's no 69, am I right? Oh, right. sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, edit, if you edit. Were here, I would high five you for that, Lisa. <laughs> Give um, me a low five and then tell me your story. I'm sorry to keep cutting you off. You're fine. the The dress code bothered me because I did wear a dress, and when I wear a dress, I just feel completely obsessed over how weird I feel the entire time. So that Wait, took me so out of it. So women have to wear dresses? Is no, I wear pants. Okay. The way I got in was a friend of mine used to work as like a receptionist there, or a booker there, or something, and. So we just got a bunch of tickets and a group of us went and I just had one of like the my girlfriends in the group, like a friend who's a girl in the group, just say, I just said like, bring something for me to dress in because I didn't own mm. dress clothes. And so she brought this glittery dress and I'm like... I was going to say, that was a real gamble anyway. Here I go. <laughs> uh, Are there pictures of this also? Yeah. Oh, I've seen them. Oh. You've oh. seen them? Yeah, they're somewhere that I've seen, probably your Facebook on my Facebook, yeah. Anywho, I could try to get you in, Bobes. I, I have really. Uh, my, I, I could. Mean, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> my my former boss was like a magician, and he has connections there. I could ask him for a salad. That would be. But I haven't talked amazing. to him in like two years, so you could drop him a line just randomly. Nothing, I have nothing to lose. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'll try. 
the guy, I'm still on good terms with the guy. So, and he's a pretty generous dude. I feel like. Well, I know Brittany was asking, and I don't know if it was for herself or when she's here in August, but that would be kind of amazing for us to go. But yeah, you you should. But no fucking pressure. Can I say something before we move on that I just, uh, I'm going to forget if I don't say it now. I just Googled the eyewitness show that John Henson's going to be on, and it's going to be on Fox. Oh, okay. That's all. Have any of you gone to work drunk or inebriated in some fashion? <laughs> um, I, I see. I see patients, so that would be a hard no. <laughs> oh God, that'd be. I have to say, I have done that. But when I worked at this like hamburger restaurant place, that sounded really stupid. At this restaurant <laughs> that I worked at. <laughs> oh my gosh they served beer and whatnot so i thought oh i'm gonna put this in my soda cup and i'm just gonna drink this it made me it was worse like i now i have to try and figure out it was too much work like you just want to you don't want to sit and like think about stuff when you're drunk so in general no for the most part of my life i've been a caretaker so no 100 percent no well 99 percent. i got fired from uh guitar center because when I was 18, uh, it's kind of a long story, but I just moved to Milwaukee and I was really, really naive and also into drugs. Um, so this is kind of non-related, but like I was living with this like drug dealer who would just have like random pills and he's like, here, have this. And I'm like, all right. And I just like eat them. No questions asked. But anyways, there's this. Whoa, whoa. Uh, But there was a couple that was living there that I guess, I only learned this later, I didn't know this at the time, but they were recovering heroin addicts because they were going to the methadone clinic. And so this lady asked, and they were like weird and fucking like weird. But um, this woman asked me like, oh, can you give me a ride to the methadone clinic? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I dropped her off on my way to work at Guitar Center and... I dropped her off and then as like a thank you or something, she's like, oh, cool. Like, here's a pill. And I'm like, sweet. Thank you. (laughs) And I forgot it. It was was like whatever heroin addicts take as like recovery drug. It's a pretty intense, like, I don't know, painkiller or something. But it's like a heavy duty drug. And she gave that to me and I took it. And while driving to work, I like started to feel like weird. And I couldn't like I put my I was coming up at a stoplight and I put my foot on the brake but like I didn't put my foot on the brake hard enough because I kind of lost a sense of like pressure in my foot and I bumped into the car ahead of me and the guy just like got out looked at his bumper saw it was fine and got back in his car but I got to work and I was like I feel weird like I took this pill and I hit this guy's bumper and I was like talking (laughs) I was talking about this like out loud to my coworkers and to my boss even because I was just like like, I honestly didn't intend to be in a inebriated state. I'm just like, yeah, random pill. Like, what are the odds? <laughs> and, what are the odds that you're taking a heroin addict and dropping them off at the clinic, this methadone clinic, and he gives me a random pill to take? And I had an altercation in the car. That's weird. That's, so anyway, you guys have had got, this too, right? <laughs> I got fired that day. <laughs> the end they're like um you can't just take pills and come to work you're fired oh, and i'm like so, oh okay was it a small blue pill 
uh, <laughs> unknown. I don't know what it was. I would Google it. I thought I can figure it out. No. Okay. Yeah. And you, Rafi, Mr. I asked a question. Yeah. Uh, like a couple of times, because every Sunday me and my uh, friend would go eat at the Chipotle that was kind of halfway between our hospitals. And one time I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get a margarita. Wait, you have margaritas I went to at work. your Chipotle? Yeah. Huh. Beers, like margaritas, and all kinds of drinks. You guys don't have that? Oh. Just beer. I don't even know if we have that, I guess. I don't know. I've never eaten there before. You I'll should check, check it out. Because... Here they have two. They have like the lower one, which I think is like Salza, and then they have the Patron one. Oh wow! Huh? Okay. So you? Oh, went so to... anyway, I, I went to work. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna Are you edit at work that. right now? Uh, yep. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that noise that Jen made when you made that joke was priceless, and I wish that I could just oh, cut that uh, out and put I'm it on a sorry. loop. <laughs> That does not sound good on its own. You're like, Ugh. and the funny thing is, it was like two or three seconds after the joke. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the little pause is what made it worse. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. What's in this tea you guys are drinking? Nope, not, I'm not ready. Jesus. <laughs> Rafi is smack faced or whatever he calls it. He's uh, going off the rails now. Well, you're really taking this was... new new responsibility as the co-host seriously, aren't you? <laughs> I know. Oh, he's taking his lead for me. Apparently, I'm a really good. <laughs> I just poured yeah. the rest of my rosé bottle out, so I'm good. With Lisa as your mentor, yes. I guess the only there's only one path. And you as well, Megan, drinking wine and taking pills. Random pills at that. Tea, motherfucker. I'm it's talking about pills. when you sleep. Anyway, so we would go back to work, and I would be <laughs> buzzed, and it made work a lot more fun. Those last few hours flew by. I can see it being fun in certain respects. If you don't have to deal with customers and think, mm. then it's okay. I want people to support Allison on Patreon, and I wanted to tease Daniel's bonus episodes that he's put out two now, and he talks about Twin Peaks. Which... We put out three, right? The third one came out today. Oh, really? A third one came out? Okay, so then yeah. there's three. I haven't listened to the second one yet, only because I need to watch Twin Peaks again, the return a couple, maybe more than just one more time, but... Wait, so it's, I'm just, I have a Twin Peaks question. Are all yes. the episodes out, like a binge thing? Or no, yeah, uh, there's more? four out, and I think there's going to be 18. Oh, jeez. I think there's going to be 18 hours, I hear, so I don't know. I, I don't know. The first one, Rafi, you and I were talking about earlier, is like an hour and 40 minutes or something. But oh. it's, now that I've seen the first four, I feel like if you've not seen any other Twin Peaks, you won't get it, and you won't give a shit. And I don't get I don't care about the show, but I care about like listening to Daniel talk about the show because it's still entertaining. So, yes. Yeah. And I think maybe he'll give he'll put, shed more light onto it. But I mean, this is like David Lynch full reign. Just. OK, this is the way I described it. And I and I promise you this is in a loving way because I fucking love it and I fucking hate it at the same time. Not hate. It's just so much. It's so much. But I feel like... Are you hate-fucking just... Twins Peak? What? <laughs> You're hate-fucking Twins Peak. Yes! Twins Peak. It's a grudge... F- 
right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for putting it into perspective. It is. It's one of those things where I'm like, I'm going to eat up anything David Lynch feeds me. I don't give a crap what it is that I'm eating it. I'm going to love it. And then I want to understand it. And then I don't. And then I do. And then I don't. And then I feel like this has David Lynch's fingerprints all over it. This whole new thing. I'm curious to hear what Daniel has to say about the episodes and what he thinks you know, before it's like, oh, you can just go ahead and watch it without watching the rest of it. For me, I feel like I'm watching it to see all of the old people, but then they don't give you a lot of that. They give you a lot of new stuff. So maybe if you do like abstract TV, <laughs> then you'll like it because it's a lot of, even what Leanne said about the original Twin Peaks, she's like, it's a lot of ambient noise. And I thought, yep, that's pretty much what this is too. It's very visual. It's very abstract and it's very like David Lynch is just jizzing all over us. That's how I feel. Oh God, that's how I feel. Yeah. He's he's. It's like it's pure David Lynch's <laughs> jackpot. Uh, yeah, right all over our faces. So anyhow, yeah. So listen to uh, <laughs> support Allison on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally worth it. But he was talking about maybe putting it out for free. Which might be a good idea. I don't know how many fans of hers are also Twin Peaks fans that are going to be like, I'm going to support Allison now because of this. But but like you were saying, Jen, you just want to hear him talk about this. So maybe people will. And I think well, and the latest take on it is good. The latest one is, he said in the email, was Twin Peaks. And talking about uh, introducing like Game of Thrones talk since it's going to come out soon. Which oh, I'm not a fan okay. of either. And I haven't um, seen that, so yeah. then it'll be kind of the same, where I'll probably still listen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, support Allison on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com, probably, <laughs> or something like that. Anyhow, let's talk about this snack chat really quick. They had the salty black licorice that was called salt scum, and nobody made a joke. So I guess I'm the only child. I didn't even think of that, and I'm so proud of myself for not even <laughs> <laughs> You're higher than all the rest of us. <laughs> But okay, got it though. Okay. It sounded really disgusting. We talked about black licorice already earlier, but now you're going to add salt into the mix. And by the way, this snack chat was extra smacky. It was so mm-hmm. much, so many food noises. And even John Henson talking later during JMO saying how much food noises annoyed him. This was like, holy crap. <laughs> I didn't even hear any food noises. Really? It was no. like extra packagey. And... But I don't listen to it on my, I don't always listen to it on my headphones. Oh, maybe so that's why. It sometimes it's like on the speakerphone on my uh, phone when I'm driving. So maybe like the ambient noise kind of covered it up. But. Little Rafi, do you like black licorice? We t- Oh, you don't like it because of the chuckles. We talked about chuckles. Hello? And so, he's passed no, out sure. or dead. Okay. <laughs> um, it's because I got hungry. So I've been eating your C's candies, marshmallow and scotch mallow mm-hmm. eggs that you so okay, kindly so purchased me. Somebody on... Twitter says something about they have chocolate covered scotch kisses, which I've looked and there's no such thing. Then during Easter, they had these chocolate covered scotch mallow egg, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I got to get some of these for little Rafi for his birthday. And I ate them. I'm like, "Mm, they're okay. (laughs) They're not as good as the scotch kisses, but still I had to get them for you for that reason. But thank you. They are really delicious. And I have half of one egg left. So and I forgot what the original question was about. Well, you don't like black licorice. What do you think about this salted black ah. licorice salt scum situation? Terrible name. Uh, yep. <laughs> sounds like something I would eat but not yep. not enjoy. Um, 
The other thing, black licorice. You also sent me some chuckles, which has a black licorice flavor. And the first one, I couldn't eat it. But now I ate the second one and it was not that bad, but still not my favorite. But what I have really tried is that new Oreo candy bar. And I've had the American version and it is quite delicious. I was curious about that. And Jeff seemed to be put off by it, but then he liked the salted black licorice nonsense. So... But speaking of, you went to World Market Cost Plus the other time. I was there today when I was listening to them, and I saw the Oreo bar there. Oh, did you? Yeah, so I bought it. It's really good. Okay, I, and I was there also today. <laughs> <laughs> because the, I took the kids out to dinner, and they're like, well, it's right next door to World Market. So they said, let's go get some more Chuckles, because they really liked them a lot. And I said, all right, let's run in there. I didn't know that they had the Oreo bar. That actually sounded pretty good. These Polly Puffers sound like something that I would like if I was stoned. Well, like wouldn't they just be like the ones that we had at the snack chat? exactly right? what I was thinking. So I, So the beaver nuggets is what we were eating. Which, <laughs> Megan, are you there? No. Um, you had me at Beaver Nugget. <laughs> so, I think that's the intro clip right there. <laughs> <laughs> you got that Thanks, right. Thanks, <laughs> I had one of those that day, and I was like, eh. And then a few days later, I thought, oh, I'll have a couple more. You need to have a couple of those things. Maybe it's the same thing as eating, but eating beef. But it was like... Oh, these are delicious. I could eat like two bowls of these things. I almost made myself sick on them. They're really good. But these Polly Puffers, they're chocolate covered. Maybe not sweetened ones. I don't know. But that's what I put too. I thought maybe they're like the beaver nuggets. I'm not sure. I'm interested. I'm sure they sell on eBay. That's where I find all my snacks. That's so weird, Lisa. Hey, it is. It is weird when you're not in my world. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect answer to that. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the iTunes comment comment of the week for starters (laughs) she read two of them and it's so funny how she she wants to read the five star ones because for a good reason because you want your you want yours to be read and it's positive and she feels like it's she feels like it's so um self-aggrandizing that she has to also include a three-star one (laughs) which was really shitty and the good but not great. But the main reason I want to talk about it is because Jen here is the one is the one and only. I swear to God, I thought they when they said the name, I thought, oh, was that Jen's name? I couldn't. Well, they, I couldn't he tell. butchered it so badly, okay. and then like the whole review was kind of start stutter, start stutter. So I looked at the review; it's very very short. But I put Allison is the best, and then friend in um parentheses i said i love all things allison and this podcast is for those who want to hear the best and in-depth one-on-one interviews monday episodes and be a part of one of the gang thursday episodes you will relate to all the relating learn something new laugh and probably be a better person after listening smiley face and i just changed this last week because i looked at it to see we had talked about it at the at your house about supporting her and leaving five stars. And my late, my last review I'd left was from three years ago. And she was still a part of the old crew. And I thought, I really need to update this and take out some other things. And then I did. And I really didn't do it to be read on the show. And that's why when I was listening, I was like, wait, what? So I rewound it. I'm like, oh, that's me. That's hilarious. But then she like... <laughs> <laughs> read yes. the three star one which i think was completely unnecessary yes. although it was hilarious it was completely un- I, who cares if it's self-aggrandizing yes it is 
that's the whole point. You need good reviews. Like you need the algorithm. You need to play the game. Who's surprised by this? Like, so what? I don't know. And I don't, maybe it's, who cares? Like, if that's what you want to be about, that's what you're about. Just have confidence in it. Why why are you trying to bring it down? (laughs) Totally. She always second guesses herself. And she's been doing this for so long that we all, we know her. Yes, you're doing it because number one, we want to hear our names and we're going to hear our comment on your show. Or not hear your name very well. Right. (laughs) Or a totally butchered version of your name. But you know, that's my fault for having such a complicated screen name. That's fine. Hey, I figured it out once we were doing the the toots, plops, and drops back back in the JMO Patrol days where I'm like, wait. I think I butchered it the first time and then you set me straight. I thought, okay, I know what I'm doing now. But I feel like Jenna and Al should have known that name by now. Well, I think Jenna would know the name because she reads my tweets oh. like oh, like on the show. Sorry, right. not sorry. She'll read it out loud. Um, but he, I don't think he... It's not in his an important things to remember inside his brain. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he makes fun of the way she reads names. So that's that's why he says he'll never do it because he would do it worse. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's but no, I but think it was yeah. kind of awesome that your comment got read. Number one, they it was like a whole segment. Now it was yours on the you know counterbalanced by this genius <laughs> reader with his three star, and right. then poor Skippy. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, yeah. the the whole thing was hilarious because I'm sure the guy's going to hear it or girl. But is and, he? Is he well, going to hear it? Maybe not. I bet. Because why, why are you listening to why? I do not have time to listen to like a lot of podcasts. So if I think something's three stars, why would you keep listening? Number one, I wouldn't listen and I wouldn't leave a review. It yeah, would just, true. It would just be like, this isn't for me. So why right. leave a review? Because if right. I saw a three star that said, oh, she's so brilliant, but blah, blah, blah. She has guests on that. Which really... She even got to the heart of that as far as, like, don't put energy into growing this mf or if you're not proud of it. And I think John gave her the best advice about, about growing it into what she wants it to be, not second-guessing herself. And reading the three-star review was second-guessing herself, but it, it, it made for a funny bit. But right. you don't well, want to put a spotlight too. on that and take away from Dolka, Dolka Pace, <laughs> whatever they called you. <laughs> But I think she she kind of knew it would be a good bit. That's why she picked yeah. that one. And Jenna laughing, telling Daniel to stop laughing. Like, it, it, I think she kind of, like, it's professional in that way. She knew it would kind of, you know, to, you know, make fun of herself to make the show funnier. I think that's what she does sometimes, too. So It is true. I think it would be really funny if she did that every single week. But I don't want it to make people think, well, I'm going to give her a lesser review so that she'll read mine as the funnier one or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's why we had talked about before. The crab feast, you yes, give like five yes. stars, but you like, you know, so then it's funny, but you're giving five stars. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want, that's not her bit. So, yeah. Little um, Rafi, I just want to say, oh, sorry. No, I have not sent one in yet, but uh, back to Al reading your name. Mm. Um, on the episode I was on, he, the, the person's username was Mark My Words, Aretha. And he read it as Mark My Words, Artha or something. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and then, Allison was like, I think that's Aretha. <laughs> it's just words he has problems with. Well, it could be the tiny print that she printed out. I mean, true. who cared? I mean, I honestly didn't do it because I didn't, I didn't think it would ever get read. I just thought I need to update this so that when people read it, it really has to do with her show. And it's not like three years old and like, yeah, old information. So I, I didn't know you could write more than one, but I, I guess I should. Um, I think I should that, that, no, I think it um takes out your older one because when I went to, do, well, this is from the iPhone. 
the phone, so maybe different online. But it mm. shows your when you say write review, it'll come up and it'll show what you wrote. And I just erased it and did another one. So, oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I think it may take it out. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll wait until the new generation of Thursday Gang comes out before I update mine. Right now, I'm updating shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like perfect day for you to. Uh... Mention the Thursday gang and how much you love them. But I have to say, side note, I know probably I'm into sci-fi and I know a lot of people aren't here, but there was the show Heroes, there would be somebody who drew something and it would come true. So he would draw a scene. And that reminds me of poor <laughs> Ray Morgan who keeps drawing these things. Oh, and then they keep, oh yeah. I feel like this is his superpower. Like yes. he just needs is it for good? <laughs> I have a half-made collage that's basically just like the backdrop of a collage that I was going to make for Allison. I started making it like two years ago and I never finished it. And now I feel some pressure because the last collage I made was of the Bobo Boys. And mm. I can't ha- let like this era pass without like mm. freezing it in time. Like you Al's got to be in there and Jenna's got to be in there. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this month. I think I need to hustle. You do. And get this Make thing made. Make it like made. the end of this, this era because this one's not being ended in a horrible way. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks for all of us. But, you know, it's a transition that's not vindictive or mm. mean or anything. So. Yeah, to have to have the Bobo Boys and then not and right. then like in an an intent because I still have the intent out there. I'm just fucking never have time or whatever. But I'm like, all right, I know I'm gonna make this thing eventually, like before oh, yeah. I die at least. I have and I worked need- on Welcome to the World Elliot thing that I was making. Oh, nice. And then I thought, well, maybe for his first birthday. <laughs> yeah, because it's gonna be well, Raphael, before you know it. He's almost three months old. I had poor Rafi. Uh, pull a bunch of audio clips from like a shit ton of Allison's shows and I pulled a bunch of clips and relating to like her IVF journey and that still is on the back burner as well so I'm I'm just wasting Rafi's time when he could be getting smacked and being super <laughs> productive that way wearing some um, really cool shirts yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I need to get on it well I, I realize that your pills might be kicking in soon so should we talk about James really quick and wrap this shit up because my mm-hmm. bottle of rosé is kicking in, too. I had mm. to look over to it to see what it was called. The bottle of that thing in the garbage. What's There's that something thing? <laughs> over there that's pink. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, what, what JMO do you want to talk about? Sarah said, can't stand when people replace zero with O when... Oh, really? oh, I, I am not I had, editing I made any a, of this out. I made a typo here, and, I don't, uh-huh. and now I don't even... A type zero? Can't stand... <laughs> Whoa, Bobes, that was like really good. <laughs> you know what's really good when I laugh at myself? <laughs> Can't stand when people replace zero with O when I wrote exiting a number. I think I just wrote, what the fuck did I mean? What was the JMO? You know which one I'm referring to, guys. Yeah, inst- um, yeah it bothers her when the O and the zero and are interchanged. You guys get it. So my phone number growing up ended with five eight zero zero and i remember that that is just what i overheard my parents say all the time and i feel like i just stuck with zero zero because that's what i heard around the house and then i remember when people would like read it like say i was on a phone call if i was still living with my parents just so using that number they would read it back to me like okay so five eight oh oh and for a second i want to say like no 
Zero, zero. Oh, yeah, the same fucking thing. Uh, so I related to this one. It's one of those things that bothers me only when I think about it. Because it bothers me, but I'll still do it. So mm. it doesn't bother me enough, apparently. Because I will say... Because zero, zero is harder to say than just oh, oh. Even though it really makes no sense. Yeah, well, like they're saying, sometimes it like everyone just calls the 405 the 405. But it definitely doesn't oh, like roll God, off the tongue. I never even thought about that. That's and the 101. That on the, show. the 101, there you go. Huh. Yeah. 101, no. That would not do mm-hmm. it, no. Nope, that's yeah. not happening. I'm sorry. It bothers me, but not enough. <laughs> not enough to change. Mm-hmm. But it would bother me if I was a kid and I already heard it one way and then someone was saying it differently. I'd be like, no, no. Uh-uh. Back it up. Say it correctly. Yeah. Lil Rafi, uh, I'm guessing you have tons of JMOs to talk about. I do, and I'm trying to look for it. Because I'm terrible at this hosting thing. Oh, found it. Marissa McDougal at Marissa Piedra. Piedra said. Okay. When She's a McDougal. My... She ain't Piedra. Okay. <laughs> she looks like she married one, though. Um, oh. She's one of those. When putting. When put... <laughs> God. That's the dream, Lisa. <laughs> Marry a whitey and uh-huh. we get our papers. <laughs> Don't you know how it works? <laughs> Oh, man. Um, that might be the intro clip. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> oh, she said, <laughs> <she's>, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this back. Um, she said, when putting my clothes away, I saved the best hangers for my favorite articles of clothing. And I thought, oh, that was an okay one. Uh, I do that. But then they got into the discussion of the types of hangers. And I have these great hangers for my suit jackets from the hanger project. So check them out. And then also they got into talking about podcast about hangers. No, it's a guy who makes hangers. Anyway, cool. it's, it's a whole thing. They started talking about like Steve jobs and uh, I forget which director he said, Oliver stone wearing the same thing all the time. Like a, it's a uniform, and we talked about that last week with Leanne. I haven't listened yet, but okay, I wrote that I wrote that down too to talk about because I know I've talked about this on here, and I think they've talked about it too, but Daniel said, oh, it's the mark of a genius, you know, when someone wears a uniform, and I like to think that it's not laziness and that I'm just a genius that I like to wear a uniform. I am not one into loud clothes, and this also was going to be a segue into the shirt that I got you, but luckily we already got <laughs> But it also reminded me of the Seinfeld episode where the girl wore the same dress every single time. And there's no way mm-hmm. I would buy the same five, like five of the same dresses. But I do have like the same five pairs of jeans or like 10 shirts or whatever. Okay. Where so it looks about like I'm that, wearing the same thing all the time. Right. I do that all the time. But mostly like I'm wearing my Allison shirt that I designed because it's super comfortable and I love the design. If you wear like... I don't know, some weird shirt with a saying on it, then people are constantly reading it. I feel like with this, like people glance at it and they're like, eh, whatever. It's like the Ramones logo or whatever. So, but also, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going the wrong direction. I always wear like a black t-shirt and jeans and a hat because it's my day off and that's what I'm comfortable in. But I end up wearing, looking like I'm wearing the same thing every single day. Yes, I have the same problem. And you know what they were all talking about? Oh, your friends aren't going to say anything. Number one, my friends are clothes horses which you guys talked about in the last episode <laughs> and they're really into fashion they would never say anything to me i'm sure they're probably like okay you can really spruce up your look here lisa but a couple of things i don't like loud clothes i don't like 
prints. It it bothers me a lot to look at that. I like everything just like plain. But also, I can never change my look because I have the same look always. So if I change it, then there's a tension on me and I don't want that. So whenever I do wear something, I will like point something else out. Like, look at this other thing to look at, everybody. That's not my dress that I'm wearing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just want to be just blend into the world. But then I don't because I just wear black, which is very not blending in. It's funny that you mentioned that about having a look. So if you saw the picture of us all together, I'm looking kind of scruffy. And the reason I shaved is because everyone at work, because we actually have like a policy where you can't have certain facial hair, like we're the Yankees or something. And uh, like people started mentioning it like every day. And then I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. And I just got rid of it because I was tired of it. Oh, that would be annoying. You're right. Because even when I saw you, of course it looks different. So we're going to comment on it. Like for me, I just don't want any comments. I just want... But then, okay, so this is where I'm going with the other side of it. My One of my best friends, and she lives in North Carolina. What's up, Jen? I'm sure you're listening. Her husband... Okay, she's the first one to call him a douche. But he's one of these people that literally yelled across a party to me. He's like, isn't that what you were wearing yesterday? And I'm just like, ah! <laughs> mm. I was like, yes, it actually is what I was wearing yesterday and the week before and 300 days ago because this is what I wear. <laughs> but he's mm. like one of these people that had to call it out. And that, then that's embarrassing because now you're like the, the dirty girl that wears the same clothes. And I just want to blend in and like not stand out. Mm. But then I have tattoos. So it's like, what really do you want, Lisa? Really? <laughs> Yeah, I I bought and you paint on your skin color and then you want to blend into the world. When I went shopping at H&M like a year ago, I bought seven shirts, just like t-shirts of different colors, like blue, maroon, white, gray, black, green, and then I bought like five hoodies same color scheme and that's pretty much what I've worn every single day since and I love it so I'm also a genius but um <laughs> fucking Raphael your hanger project shit these hangers are almost $30 a hanger what they're like the nicest looking hangers I've ever seen but they're great I'm looking in like the women's section there's a women's and a men's hanger section and that's uh more than the clothing yeah. I would be hanging on it for, <laughs> honest to god it's, and they're 28 bucks they're 28 well, fucking right bucks. but think about it how many suit jackets do you have i only have three <laughs> things that i hang on those at least one and a half no i i have zero <laughs> but yes i you know what if i had the i would love to have hangers that all match i do have some nice wood ones some vintage wooden ones but then i have like the shitty plastic ones that i'll go and pull one out and it breaks the whole thing off i'm like wow that's cool but it was but only two dollars that are really nice come with wood hangers oh there you go mine did at least look look at these hangers just check I them will. out they're I'm, I'm sure pretty you've great got hanger no, i'm good Raphael. i'm looking yep. at them but eh. uh, oh they're great <laughs> i think they're beautiful like i oh, they're fine but i'm not spending that much money on a hanger Exactly. I don't get it, and I wouldn't spend that much money on a hanger, but I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a beautiful hanger. But how are these people in business? 
Like I, I have no idea how it's you would. Not, it's a store. It's not. It's not just hangers. But he. I mean, they're nice hangers. He's got. Well, their clothing for like a sweater is like three hundred something dollars. Like this is how they're in business. Jeez, crazy. So Raphael has disposable income, is what we've come up with tonight. Not true. Just on the way that you're <laughs> flying, jet setting all over the place to be an ultra fan, I would say watches and shoes. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> okay, Raphael. This what? wow. This website is like unbelievable to me. I don't even know what this is. It's called a garment brush, and a it's one hundred forty-five dollars. It looks it's like a, a brush. cheap fucking head. It looks like a cheap hair brush, and it's one hundred forty-five bucks. <laughs> okay, I've it's one hundred forty-five bucks. I've tried so, to use one of those. It messes up everything I try and do. Like, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. do anything, right? <laughs> it, this better not mess shit up for almost three hundred bucks. That's incredible. I don't get this. Rocky. I feel like I want a three martini lunch. I want to go to the Magic Castle and I want to live large with these hangers, with this <laughs> hanger lifestyle. This is what I want in my life. No, it's I am intrigued by their nice umbrellas. Uh oh. These are these Uh-oh. are six hundred and fifty dollar umbrellas. Because it rains so often what? here. It's how much? Six hundred dollars. Like I feel like Rocky's like, just really trolling nice all of it. Is it the more affordable ones are the more affordable umbrellas are three hundred bucks. Oh, well, that's nice. Jeez, what does it do for you? Better do something. Some an umbrella. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think that's a good place to end in the show on a on a good BJ given umbrella. Although that doesn't really do anything for me. <laughs> the umbrella's giving the BJ I, for that much money. It should be doing something. <laughs> Okay, maybe it needs to be cleaning my kitchen. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. Seriously, the week after you guys are all here, my dishwasher broke, then my my sink under the sink flooded. And wow. so then I got that happened? it's been like three Eat days. You know, remember my hugger, my painter guy that I oh, hugged? Yeah. Sure do. <laughs> so he's been over at my house. Apparently he's a he's also a hugging plumber too. He's <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I've got most of it fixed. The dishwasher is supposed to cost seven hundred dollars. I'm like, well, well, here's the deal. When the guy comes in and tells me that it's a pile of shit and it's probably going to cost a lot, okay, it's going to be seven hundred dollars, or you can pay four hundred and we'll just, you know, patch it up. I'm like, okay, oh, just four hundred to patch this piece of shit up? No, I'm good. Wow. How much do dishwashers cost? Are they selling well, it at the project I store? Looked, I looked into it. I wanted to get the one that matched our refrigerator that we have um. and. With, you know, you want to get the five-year protection and the installation. It's like $1,500 for this thing. Whoa. I didn't realize they were that expensive. So, I'll be hand-washing. I'm sure there's some cheap-ass ones I can get, but, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Right? Get yeah, well, you're getting... dollars can... umbrella. Don't get the $300 umbrella. What are you exactly. saying? Portable dishwashers are a couple hundred bucks, but I don't know if you want to go that route. I had that at my old house. I didn't mind it, but it was weird to wheel over half-sized dishwasher over to the sink yeah have you looked at like ikea or whatever no but i'll sears outlet i need to look into it i was trying to find one to match the stupid refrigerator that we just got so maybe i just need to like dumb it down and just get something because i hate washing dishes anyway this has become the lisa therapy hour you'll be okay don't (laughs) let anybody don't let any more like people off the street stay in your house and break your house (laughs) (laughs) i loved having everyone here i feel like i like thrive on that like i've always wanted to have Mm. just i don't know i just love having everybody over so i i wish i could do it more often but tangents 
let's uh, shut this shit down because I'm sure the kids are like, you know, it's a school night. We really want to get to bed, Mom. Can you tuck us in? So uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining me. Actually, thanks for joining us because it's uh, little Rafi and I. And eventually we'll figure out a way that's like... I think it's Lisa and half a Rafi. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll figure out a way that's more co-hosty that's not me just like... like David Lynch just jizzing all over this whole show and just <laughs> giving someone a chance. Stop jizzing on Rafi, Lisa. <laughs> Always with the jizzing on Rafi. You know, I have that in my notes. I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, um, like, I, like I told you, eventually I'm going to have to start pulling my weight. And uh, this week is not that week. <laughs> That's going to be every ending to every show. The same yes. thing. Yeah. I hope it is. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to put more work on you, but I do want, you know, I want you to be more part of it as far as you're an ultra fan. And, you know, Miss Superfan over here, if she ever gave us a time of day. No, you're giving us a time of day tonight, so I appreciate it. Hey, now. Don't get feisty with me. <laughs> um, can I share a... Sh- Netflix recommendation real quick because I've been addicted to it. How about you tell us where to find yourself and plug whatever the fuck you want? Including uh, your lesbians? 65-year-old roommate. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, oh, this is a really amusing fact about her. She, her Doesn't... sister right. was married to a, law- to a lawyer who was in, who was like one of the leading partners of the firm of the O.J. Simpson case. And she had like Whoa. dinner with all of the like, like Cochran and all of the big like O.J. people. This lady's got stories for days. It's fucking crazy, her life. But anyways, I want to recommend The Keepers on Netflix. It's really, 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 really good. It's a docu-series. It's a murder mystery. If you're into that kind of shit, if you're a murderino like I am, uh, you should check it out. I love it. And you can find me on Twitter at Zanera Park. So, Jen, what would you like to plug? I'd just like to plug the walk that uh, everyone can partake in in their own cities. It's called crowdrise.com slash C-O-T as in Tom, D as in dog, 2017, bringing awareness to mental health, postpartum depression, postpartum, postpartum anxiety, Etc. And just get out there and walk on June 24th. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You want to plug where you can get a super fucking lit Chipotle shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making that a drop. Um, <laughs> you can get a super lit Chipotle shirt by being friends with Lisa, apparently. Um, you could find me on at Guitars on Twitter. I guess that's all. <laughs> Hashtag sponsored by Stroopwaffles. Oh my god. Yes. Like stale Stroopwaffles. <laughs> my apologies for saying like too much. I try, I'm trying to cut it down. I didn't even hear it. Maybe okay, I'm good. just. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. I nev- I'm immune to I it. never notice it in you guys, but every time I listen to myself on this podcast, I end up hating myself afterwards because I say. Oh, try editing yourself. Idiot. Where you're just yelling at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You have to leave things in because then no one will know what's going on. Yeah. Three martini lunches are good for editing. Anywho, 
thank you guys so much for being on this show. I, I miss talking to you guys. It's been a couple of weeks and I'm like, I'm jonesing for some uh, Allison people. So if you want to be a part of the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast and follow me at jmos and bffs. Brittany, I love you and I fucking hope that we get to go to the Magic Castle in August. That's where you can find whoop, us. Whoop, whoop. whoop. And uh, good night. Cue the safe Ferris song. marry a whitey and we uh, get our papers uh, don't you know how it works it's like you know i'm gonna treat myself and i'm gonna fart up a storm in my own damn house